I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about New Game Season 2, which was a recommendation by uh, Jeb from our Discord server. And not to be confused with New Game 1, because the exclamation point in one is doubled in two. Exactly. To and emphasize that, hopefully, that excitement. <laughs> eventually, hopefully, do- uh, tripled in three. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but before that, we were actually kind of talking about some of the computer problems and issues that we were actually having, trying to even get, <laughs> get rolling. Uh, so if you want to catch a part of that water conversation, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, or if you'd prefer to buy some merch, store.featuredanimepodcast.com. And uh, New Game Season 2, it's uh, 12 episodes long. It came out in 2017, ran from July to September. Uh, producers for it were Frontier Works, Media Factory, and Movic. Uh, and in case you don't remember, Season 1 actually had uh, Kurokawa as a... as part of their producers. So it's it kind of... Uh, threw me off that Kotokawa wasn't a part of the producers for this, but they did keep the same studio, uh, if, uh, which was uh, Doga Koba, Kobo, and its genres are still game, slice of life, and comedy. I can see that. Now, I'm kind of curious. Is it normal for someone to like be a producer and then not, but still maintain credits kind of thing like you're talking about? Well... Well, no, I'm saying I, I kind of figured that because they were a producer for the season one, that oh. they would have been a producer for season two. Uh, gotcha. That's not the case in this one. They they were not a producer for it in season two, which I can kind of understand. I mean, like there there was a little bit of a different feel from the first season, but I hundred percent there was a lot more, in my opinion, a lot more um, fan service, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And uh, which is really unusual, especially when it's the same studio doing it. Normally they try to adhere or keep to uh, some semblance as to what it was before and not really try and change it up. Um, But I feel like this one took on an entirely different tone, too. And the fact that towards the end, I want to say during the last like four episodes, five episodes, like probably from middle on, they introduced two new characters that kind of spurred uh, Alba and Nene along yeah. to to kind of improve and better themselves. Is what I via want competition to say. or I would say either via competition or encouragement because one of the one of the new hires, which you don't find out about till what episode five ish, yeah. One of the one of the new hires comes in and goes, "Oh, you're the same age as me. You better watch out. I'm going to try to take your position." And 
you're like, wow, that's a bit aggressive. That's that's far more aggressive than I was expecting this show to go. Well, it's not that she came out right out and said it. You just got that feel like oh, it was implied. It was yeah, hard, heavily, implied. heavily. And you could tell that that it was like, wait, you're this person and you're here and blah, 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 blah. It's, you know, kind of at the same time, feeling a little snooty and looking down on her a little yeah. bit. Well, because she's self-taught rather than going to school. And we know that academia is the end all be all. Right, right. Well, Mo, uh, Momiji, uh, who is uh, the person that we're talking about, the one that's that's staring down Alba saying, hey, I'm going to I'm, you know, I'm the end all be all and everything that is great in, in this uh, drawing world. And you don't deserve your position type of mentality. But then you also have her friend, uh, too, that's kind of playing uh playing to the disadvantages or or on the fears of nene at the same time and uh it's uh narumi and she is talking mad trash to nene just telling her it's like oh you got here because you knew them not because of your talent or anything like that you just got here because of this you're nothing and then when nene actually goes and tries to help out uh help her out she says don't say anything this is like keep your mouth shut you're just trying to make me look bad because i said all those mean things to you and everything like this it's like no literally your your work sucks <laughs> and it and it just like yeah. comes full force like head on right after that too and i love that you got that resolution immediately of yes here's here's why you shouldn't be so haughty you know, so high and mighty on how you are, accept the help or accept the fact that someone, hey, just because they're not a programmer doesn't mean they don't understand and or or they're going through the classes and they don't have the same education. You know, it's like they're just exactly. they sometimes just those that are self-taught. Sometimes those that are self-taught are even more, I would say, more uh, outgoing than ones that are taught in school. Oh, but yeah. I think it takes a little bit more initiative on your own. Oh yeah. Oh, that said, not everything's that. Not everything's that way. No, no. There's certain things you definitely want assistance in to be taught, and you know. Yeah, exactly. What's it, what's really interesting and, and pivotal uh, between season one and season two, and they they I'm glad that they highlighted some of the differences in how uh, Yagami's path and Alba's path kind of differed in that. So they decided, like, hey, let's try and figure out what the next game is that we really want to develop and everything. And and the time overall timeline that they did for them is super compressed, super compressed. This but it like, seems it is super compressed, but it seems realistic. It's it realistic, seems almost like. But they don't. At the same time, they also don't give you a reference of time that has passed. Like uh, for Alba, she comes in the last minute and and she just helps basically touch up and, and work on some of the things when all the heavy lifting's already been done. But games by far, especially current gen games, take longer than a year, especially when you have the planning phase, the marketing phase and everything. You know, it's it's all broken out. So you could definitely tell. I mean if they're pretend and they are pretending to be a larger studio or a decent sized studio, at least you, they're not turning out a game within a year 
from scratch, from an idea to shipping with the recording and everything like that. That's not being turned out in a year. True. But it felt like they were trying to do sequels or different games or mini games. And it, the cohesion, the coercion, cohesion, coercion, it didn't mesh well with the what they were doing last season. Mm-hmm. Granted, I know a year has been passed and they've gotten better and more in sync and unified. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, what was that first game? Fairy World, Fairy Game, something like that? Yeah. And and this one, they decided to go with Peko, which is the name of the new game. But it's based off of, and this is the interesting thing, it's like they had this competition on drawing. Like, hey, show us your artwork. And Alba decides to to draw something kind of similar to how her sleeping bag is. And so it's Kyo or, or Yagami and Alba kind of flush it out a little bit more. And then they take that concept, that idea or that drawing, and they make a whole game based around it. That makes sense. So one of the things that kind of got me was the way that they were able to show how everything, how each step is important and how if you get a perfect product the first time you've done something wrong kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the, in the, at least in the programming sense. And it translates so well because even the, the <laughs> even an amateur making a 2D game that is nothing that doesn't really do much is encountering the same problems as a professional. Yep. And I liked the progression there. I liked how everything was just, I don't know, similar but different. It's like if you're in the gym and you're starting out, so you hit the five pound weights. If your form is bad, then you're not really doing anything. Yep. Same thing with the guy next to you who's lifting the 45 pound weights. He had to work his way up too, but if his form is bad, then it's, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. He's except cheating maybe hurt yourself. He's cheating himself is what he's, what he's <laughs> yeah. doing. And I, they kind in of the like do the comparison was, here too. In, in that regard. So you have Nene who's working on trying to develop a 2d game. So that way she could show it off to Alba and basically try and progress herself in a different fashion. Cause she found it really interesting when she was the, uh, beta tester debugger basically as, uh, during the first season. And then when she, and they showed those comparisons, like the problems that she was encountering exactly at that moment was, being encountered again at that moment by Umiko, the programmer. Yeah. I did notice that I, I uh, it's difficult to say, but I did notice that there was a lot of free freedom that was given. They gave you enough, <laughs> enough slack in the line, if you will, to make mistakes. And in that particular reference, I think old Jeb would agree that this the anime was more realistic than not um and in season two i felt like the characters were meshing much better together mm-hmm. than they did in season one and i realized that i was very not very i was kind of harsh on my critique of season one because it just it wasn't my bad it wasn't my cup of tea yeah this is a lot of the same with with much much more um, I'm going to call it chaos because again, it jumps from main character to main character and you're really not quite sure who the final main character is until the end. And it, it just, 
while the nostalgia of the first season is there and that's what keeps it going, that's what makes it interesting, the fact that it kept jumping around season two kind of lost me in a few episodes, you know? Yeah. No, I gotcha. Granted, I, I liked the different point of view, but I, I don't think it helped in the storyboard sense. No, I can I can get that. And what's what's one of the problems that I actually had with this one was was the compressed timeline and with how fast they were basically churning out a what would be considered what was considered then a next gen console game because it was coming out on on current with current specs standards and everything like that and and they were just like burning through it like it was nothing it's like even even indie developers take have to take a lot of time and, and get it out and and then you have the voice recording and the the overall testing and the marketing for it just to get your name out there and the fact that they did all that did all the recording and they did special editions and had it coordinated had it marketed and had it at a gamescom that year and everything all inside a year was just ridiculous i know i know i keep harping no, on it was it. phenomenal i keep harping on it but you know that's that's because the timeline seems a bit unrealistic yeah but one thing i do like and and they brought this up was with this game, they have a publisher throwing major weight behind it. And so even and Alba is a character, the lead character designer. So they're all based off of her designs, the looks, everything, how everything looks is based off of her and she's developing it and they're drawing it. But the publisher doesn't want her to be the one doing it for the advertisements in the books or anything like that, which uh, Yagami is upset about, you know, she's like, no, this is crap. Hey, you guys let me do this last time. And I did everything. You should let her do it. And their response was actually perfect. They said, yes, but last time they didn't have this much money being thrown at it. And, and it shows that they're actually expecting something out of this, this time because of our success with the last games. Yeah. The, (laughs) the expectation wasn't there before. So you could throw some no name on there and, if it does well, fantastic. If it does poorly, it really was expected to. So there's no issue. Exactly. I do think it's a bit crappy that work was stolen, essentially. Credit was stolen. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I don't know. It seems hard for the course. Well, it's not that that credit was stolen because uh, Yagami was drawing and producing those adverts illustrations so she was getting the due credit but she wasn't the lead character designer it was it's a marketing tactic tactic you know it's like this person actually is doing this work on these advertisements her name is here because she is the one doing it but the one who's doing the actual characters and everything like that everything in game is someone else so yeah it's like it's it's crappy it's screwed up but you know, it, it is what it is at the exact same time, unfortunately. So I have a question, kind of a side note. Yes. Um, did that bear game remind you of anything? Did did Petco remind you of any game we played as children? Any classic games that we played on perhaps 64? It's vaguely, no. no. 
No. No. Okay. No. So this reminded me heavily of Zelda. Really? Oh. No. Oh yeah. That that the scheme because you put the mask on, you put a mask on, and you get a different ability. You put a different plushy skin on, you get a different ability. Uh, I yeah, I like, could see that the it, Majora's it, Mask, it, Zelda's Majora Mask on the sixty-four. I could see that. I yeah. could definitely see that. It had some similarities. That's where I, that's it's where my just, head. Went. Yeah, for me, it didn't click though. Didn't didn't click there. Well, like, so here's how my head went with it. I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. So episode, I want to say three before they even described what the suits do and what what kind of, I guess the abilities were. <laughs> In my head, I was already like, this is gonna be badass. We're gonna. It would be kind of cool if you could just slip inside the skin and then get that ability. And then I went down further, my own head, of course, because the game, we, we know that didn't happen. But every bear you kill upgrades your your, your suit, so to speak. And then, <laughs> and then by the time you're, you, you need to battle, you've got the, the suit of a thousand corpses behind you, essentially. You know? Yeah. But obviously, it didn't go that way. Um, probably for better cause, because I'm not a developer. I'm not a developer. I'm not a game designer. I am slightly twisted, so that does make me smile and laugh a little bit. But in the end, I was like, if they couldn't do that, and you just it's more for decoration than, than use, what other games have I played that I can compare it to? And then the Zelda game came up. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that works. It doesn't do any, it doesn't augment your attack, defense, or anything like that, but you can put the mask on and, and now have different abilities. Yeah. And I was thinking like that the same thing. If you put different suits on, you'd have different abilities, different drawbacks, or, uh, <laughs> or the famous, you can't ride that bike here situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. No, I over I, to Pokemon, but <laughs> no, I, I, I got it. I, yeah, my mind just didn't really go there, but the art was definitely unique. It was for for the game that they were developing. It was very quiet. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Ugh. Yeah, did you notice? Um, ah, crud. I, I'm so bad with names. I feel like I should have been that the new girl who wrote everyone's name down just to keep track, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, Momiji. Yeah. I feel like she is is closer to how I am in real life. Like I'll remember a face all day long, the name not so much. Right. And I've done that where I've written names down, and my handwriting is atrocious. So I'd write a name down, and I'd like I know this name, no idea who it goes to though. So that that never helped. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm that, great that never with, helped me in um, any. Yeah, no, for me, I'm I'm great with faces and names. I mean, and voices. Like, I talk to you once, I'll recognize your voice. Uh, I've also been in a lot of situations where a lot of people know me, and they never gave me their name. I know their face. I've seen them around. I've never caught their name. They never told me. I, I remember there was this one time, uh, there was a guy who was, side tangent, I knew the guy, I talked to him every day for like two years, never had the heart to ask him for his name until I was walking by with someone new and it was like, hey, uh, this is so-and-so. And, and I caught his name, like looked at him as we were walking away. I was like, yeah, that's the first time I've ever caught his name in, the, in like two years. That good. So that, also uh, along those lines, 
I was talking to a female friend of mine and she introduced me to her friend and she's like, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so. I'm like, huh? As a guy, I would never be like, hey, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so. It would be like, hey, bro, what's up? Hey, bro, what's up? And then you'd never know the person's name unless somebody else actually called them out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we just wait because everyone's like, hey, buddy, hey, guy, hey, you, what's up? Exactly. Exactly. Look at us. How often do we use each other's names? Uh, Rarely. Honestly, I'll tell you this right (laughs) now. My wife feels like it's an insult if I actually use her name because I I very so rarely infrequently use her name. She she I I said it at one point to get her attention and she looked at me. She was like, what's wrong? Why are you mad at me? What did I do? (laughs) Did did I do something? Oh, no, no, babe. You know, I just wanted to get your attention. It's like. And you haven't called me by my name in like five years. Like that worried me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Hey, hey, you. Crap, what's their name? I'm not sure. Just keep saying, hey, they'll, they'll, they'll respond eventually. They'll get it eventually. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, one of the things I thought was interesting in this one, director's choice probably, was, do you know when they were, when, uh, whenever there was a fierce, I've got to fix this moment, we got a POV as if we were the laptop or the keyboard. And they're just typing all over our face. Specifically I, I honestly fixing. probably blocked it out. So I'll tell you that right now. I probably no. just blocked it out. I noticed it. I'm like, that's that's an interesting. I only remembered it happening two times, but I remember it because I was like, that's a unique. I've never seen anybody do that before. And how would you, as an animator, draw someone typing on the page you're drawing? Because you'd have to like reverse depth the image. Yeah. And it's just like. Stuff like that makes me know that I'll never be an animator because that just boggles my mind. It hurts my brain just trying to figure out how to make that a thing, you know? And they did it more than once, obviously. Once you do it one time, it becomes easier and easier the, the, the consecutive times you do it. But just to have to be able to think about, okay, if this finger touches down, about what time, about how big do I need these these digits these fingers to be before it looks like they're depressed onto a keyboard that's non-existent so well, i just uh, it's it's you know the same thing with uh when people are programming you have to be able to see you know visualize it mentally what you're doing and and to be able to just through sheer code create exactly what someone's wanting you to do is just a feat in and of itself no matter what you know i always wondered about that like how when do numbers and like when do ones and zeros and actions turn into an actual image that moves you know yeah well i'm gonna show my age a little bit go ahead no i was gonna say i i talked to one of my uh, programming friends and they they had talked to me about it and usually what they'll do is they'll what they'll do is because they know from training or experience or what have you when they type in what it's supposed to do what specific thing and so what they'll do is they'll type everything out and then they'll go in and they'll actually test it to make sure, or they'll have a separate window that's up at the exact same time. That's showing them what they're exactly building at that point in time. So they can uh, test it and adjust it at that in real time before they publish it or do anything. That makes sense. 
that makes perfect sense. Actually, it's a foolproof way to double check your own work. Yep. Like a peer review kind of thing. Uh, you know, aside from being a lot of the same with much more gratuitous fan service and a beach scene and a hot tub scene uh, with slight foreigners coming from France and whatnot. Um, I really didn't notice much of a difference between season one and season two, other than the fact that I was already invested. So I don't think they had to try that hard in season two. Yeah. I don't think they really needed to try that hard either in season two. Cause you, you know, if, if you're watching season two, you already have the background. You have, uh, the knowledge and, and the idea of how everyone is and how they all act or interact with each other to some degree. And what they did was just, they just built on that more. And what you got in this season was more of a, a background and some personality. So you learned a little bit about the past for, for everyone, including for the people that were just coming on board. You learned a bit, a little bit about their past as well. True. Um, one of the things that I kind of, I'm not going to say singled out, but one of the characters, um, they made her a lead. Um, I forget what her name was. Hifumi? Um, yes, Hifumi. Um, I mean, they made her a lead, but she kind of was absent for a lot of it. Well, that was more so because of how they wrote it and where they decided to position her. So she wasn't in there. And she did appear when she needed to be to appear. Oh, yeah, no, she, but, she was there it, definitely. But, but I feel like she, before she was a main character, mm -hmm. and now she was just a supportive, opportunistic character. Like she, you brought her in when she needed to, to fix something or or mm -hmm. or draw a reasoning out. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to talk over you. It's just no, 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 no. You're good. Like I wanted to make sure I got my point out. Yeah. No, you're you're good. You're good. And. Yeah, I I see where you're saying where where you come from for that, uh, but I I think that again has to do more with the character development than anything else. It really just dwells on them, and also at the same time, it forces them to really develop those relationships with the people that aren't their bosses at the same time because she is in a different position, so she's no longer an equal because she's been there so long and she knows what she's doing. She was also been put in a position of power. And so, and that's why they had that discussion. They, they had actually talked about that too, is where are they going to put the new girl? And they said, well, let's move Hifumi over here by us because she's no longer just one of the workers. She is a person with a supervision. She's a supervisor. She's a lead, what have you, you know, manager. And she's, in charge of those people over there. That makes sense. And I do, I like this. I like the idea that you just brought forward where they moved one person to make room for somebody else. And it kind of felt like they, they, they moved one person to make room for two people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and well, they, they hired two new people. Well, they interned two new people. They weren't technically hired. Yeah, but they were, she wasn't moved to make room for two. She was moved to make room for one because she was being put on her team. The other one was being put somewhere else. I, instead of, so what I meant by that was um, not in the scope of what's happening in the story, 
but as a as a plot device you remove one of the core characters to and then now you create a hole that needs to be filled you bring two new characters in so that you now have two extra people to look at as far as the viewing goes you know what i mean does that make sense at all please please tell me it does kind of i'm looking for affirmation but i mean i'm kind of lost at the same time so what i feel like is if you had the four main characters still there if you brought anybody in after that it might be a bit overwhelming okay so their decision to take i'm not going to say the least liked character i just the least beneficial character like uh, i don't think in season one fumi added too too much um in the sense of i guess plot story you know what i mean yeah so when they took her out and gave her a different um a different purpose so they repurposed the character that you already know so instead of bringing a new boss in that you wouldn't be familiar with i don't know i just i'm trying to speak and it's not words aren't working the right way i'm trying to convey <laughs> something that I'm, i feel like the more i talk the more lost i get which isn't helping because i know what i want to say and i know what it's in my head getting them out is difficult yeah uh <sighs> speaking is very difficult especially when you when you want to talk and and think do a at podcast. the same and and everything else <laughs> all at the exact same time it does uh does not does not help out basically what I, I guess what i'm saying is they took an established character out to make room for two new characters because possibly just adding the two new characters or adding a, a boss figure would have disrupted the flow of the story they were trying to promote okay because i got you on that i i, I got you. okay cool i was yeah okay Sometimes when you don't think and just talk, it works. It works all the time for me. <laughs> sometimes I get into trouble. Sometimes I don't. It's, uh, it's you know, one of those things. Just, just happens. Uh, I was a little sad that they didn't cosplay as much mm-hmm. because I thought that was that was a kind of a fun little personal blurb that they brought in. Um, <laughs> I did. I find it funny when. Um, when instead of cosplaying uh the lady who cosplayed last time put on the persona because they're like punish me hifumi was like they were telling hifumi to punish me they're like oh yeah yeah she's like i can't yoon 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 was saying she wanted to be punished because she lied and she felt bad for taking taking advantage of her and it just ended up turning into (laughs) it, it it took a very unique turn Took a very unique turn in uh, some uh, cosplay esque type type <laughs> world going on there. Yeah, the personality showed up and just dominated. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> I've actually done that when I in my other jobs. I had to be like Rick, but professional Rick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I had to use my professional voice, my professional everything. And then when I'd walk out of the client's home and get back into my car, I, I just, it felt like I went from a, a proper sitting person, proper speaking person, to just this slouching blob that just had to get to his next appointment. That's usually how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you pull into the driveway of the next appointment, you 
gather yourself back up and okay, business time. Let's go. Yeah, that's kind of like which personalities almost. Because I feel like I was originally more like Ifumi than than not. I didn't like talking to new people. I didn't like interacting very much. And then I, I went to a job that I literally met five new strangers every day and had to make them my friend. Yeah. That yeah. a lot. But I was happy that everything in the story progressed to the point where you actually got to see the release, or at least the the not necessarily gameplay or how how it was successful in the profit margin area, but you got to see how everything was step by step manufactured and produced and distributed not distributed but uh, uh from concept to release you were able to see every stage of development and it was I yeah, more were, it, it was, it was <laughs> i was, was gonna say it was uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> i was gonna say it was more information that seems legitimate than i was expecting out of an anime yeah well to kind of wrap it up here one of the one of the things and i'm honestly surprised well actually not really especially when it's a dedicated studio like that um yagami was actually going to leave because of alba and and the reason why that she was going to leave because of alba not necessarily because she hated her or anything like that but because she saw the drive in and you know joy basically pouring her all into the marketing competition so to speak so that way alba you know can say hey you know i am just as good even though she was told beforehand doesn't matter how great it is this is who we're going with because period and yagami just basically saw her pouring her everything into it and just said you know what i gotta move on i i gotta go out and get an experience i you know i i'm not pushing myself to strive myself to be better anymore. And so that's what ultimately that's what she's doing. And I felt like how they tied it in was very tastefully done. It wasn't just like deuces. It's here's an emotional point that's being touched on a little bit throughout. Alba's trying to develop and then she's impacted by Yagami's artwork to where she's actually crying. Yagami's trying to comfort her, but at the same time trying to be a better art director than she was before and you can see her personal growth through that and then also you can see that through all those progressions she just wants to be better overall and as a result she's going to a French game development company so that way she can get exposed to different views or different styles of game development and art to to make her better and i thought that that was written in very well uh if there's a season three which we we kind of hope there is um i have a feeling that she'll come back more cultured if anything else yeah and everyone obviously would step up their game but uh, i have a feeling every time someone leaves to come back later yeah leaves to come back later ah my nose is just stuffed so i can't really pronounce m's and n's <laughs> you're good um but i find that like when you have a training arc so to speak or a time skip for for training 
you come back and are just super badass. But what I don't understand and what I don't think I get is did she leave because she misses the drive, the desire to be better? Or does she leave because she thinks she can get better? Probably a mixture of the two. Because she was supposedly really good to begin with, to the point of having a game that was massively successful. Yeah. And the artwork, a lot to do with that. Yeah, but I think it's a little bit of both because she saw the drive for Alba and and I I feel like that kind of pushed her to want to do better at the same time. So I, I guess but I was trying to wrap my head around that, but that makes sense. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, I think this is a great spot to <laughs> give a rating, sir. So on a scale of up to 10, how would you rate this? Uh, the ending was a little bit open ended. I mean, yes, everything was resolved, but it, it definitely left room for season three. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. The last one was a six. Given this one a seven, the artwork was on point. The music, while very subtle, was also consistent. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't go wrong with a, a, a certain amount of TNA. So, fair enough. I yeah, fair um, enough. Uh, I'm yeah. also gonna go with a seven this time. So I'm marrying my last score. It was uh, just as good. I enjoyed it. He fooled me still my girl. So I wish he was still in there a little bit more, but it was, it was good. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I feel like, uh, Hajime kind of got bumped down a notch, uh, for Momiji. For me personally. I'll, 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 I'll let you handle that alone. Cause I, I disagree. Well, everyone's got their own. Uh... Very true. Man, so next week is uh, my choice. It is. It is your choice. Um, Netflix has done a few good movies, and I'd like to watch one from there. Okay. Um, let me see. I could always just pull up random and. <laughs> what about Violet Evergarden? <laughs> like I'm, I'm waiting for that movie. The movie which is actually supposed to be the end all be all like there is no other movies coming out after that no other series yeah like the movie wraps it up it takes care of the last of it so there isn't going to be anything after that interesting well i'm actually going to choose one that i haven't seen yet good no i uh no i I was gonna say i haven't seen it but i want to um i'll give you an option uh one two or three uh uh 30. <laughs> so I'll just assume three. Um, I'd like to watch The Seven Deadly Sins. The movie? Uh, or yeah, the series? Seven Deadly Sins, the movie. Because I want to do the series too. Well, I mean, uh, but the movie, I feel like, is not going to make much sense unless you watch the series. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Have you seen it? It, uh, I've seen, I've read the synopsis of it, and being where they have it at and where they have the characters. If you jump right in, you're not going to really understand the backstory of the background or anything like that about the characters. Oh, that's unfortunate. So it's, I feel like it's something that you definitely need to watch with the series. Okay. What about, uh, fate grand order? Uh, first order. All right. Yeah. From what I understand about the fates series, you could, 
jump in anywhere. It oh, yeah, really you can matter. jump anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> no matter what you're thinking, it's it's not going to matter too much because they'll be like, well, that's a different timeline. Yeah, exactly. All right. So that works for me. Well, I uh, so hope you. Fate uh, Grand First Order. Fate Grand First Sorry. Order. Well, I uh, hope you enjoyed this week's choice. Uh, thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, and. Feel free to reach out to us, featured anime podcast at gmail.com. Those anime guys on Twitter, featured anime podcast on Facebook. Uh, link for our Discord's in going to be in the show notes. Feel free to join us in there. We're usually hanging out, or at least I'm hanging out, and Rick's lurking <laughs> usually in there. Um, we are be more than happy to have you in there if you want to support us. Patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. If you want to buy some merch, store.featuredanimepodcast.com or you can check out our other one that's shop.featuredanimepodcast.com both of them are are in the you know being migrated over so I'm moving from one to the other and but they're both going to be up and running uh, for quite a while until that's done and until next time I'm Jack I'm Rick and we'll see you next time Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.